generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Psalm 78, real quick. Look at somebody say, better than miracles. So first of us, we've spoken more than miracles, and we spoke about how miracles are part of the package of salvation, part of the provisions of sovereign grace, part of what God wants us to experience. But miracles are not all that God has for us. As a matter of fact, miracles are somewhat preliminary, and if you will, basic fundamental there are more outer court issues if you will in the temple there was the outer court which was the natural the space where there was the natural light there was a massive altar a big altar on there people will bring their sacrifices and all of that and then there was the inner court where you didn't have that kind of massive altar but you had places where you had the shoe bread which is consecrated bread which represented the revelation of the word of god the revealed word of god and then you had lambs that were being treated and resource with oil by priests in the inner court and then you have the most holy place which was where you had the glory of god the shekinah of god the very presence of god was in that place god was the light of that place hallelujah when they were going to be in the new jerusalem and god is going to be the light of that space this natural sun is not going to be the light how many of you know that this sun is very dim compared to the glory of god paul says it dwells in unapproachable light <laughs> my goodness uh, and God's light is interesting because it can blind you yet it can make you see God is amazing it's breathtaking yet life given you can't understand him he kills you so you can leave <laughs> yeah so the devil doesn't know what to do with God so he tries to attack the closest representation of God which is man but the man who knows he's made of the God kind will embarrass the devil morning day and night chew his antiques for breakfast and spit him out in the bottomless pit. <laughs> Glory to God. Look at somebody say, I'm of the God kind. And so miracles are somewhat preliminary. We're going to look at a couple of things and we're going to see that miracles don't necessarily translate to spiritual growth, maturity, commitment, loyalty, or faithfulness. That somebody can walk in the miraculous, be extremely blessed and resourced with the supernatural and the person is still a stock in carnality in fact, you will discover something that in many environments where there is an overt and there is a, an unhealthy obsession with the miraculous, where there is constant agitation for it, quest for it, worship of it, that there is a high manifestation of the works of the flesh. Because what happens is people idolize the acts of God and never discover the heart of God. And so for them, if a meeting is not dramatic, for them it's not divine. But it doesn't have to be dramatic to be divine. The Spirit of God can speak in the sweetness of an atmosphere. In the silence of man's voice, the heart of God can be amplified. In the stillness of your soul, it says, you lead me beside still waters. Not roaring waves and bubbling oceans and bobbing seas. It says, you lead me beside still waters. Of course, there's a place for shouting and all of that. You can't keep God in a box. But the point is, the God who can go up with the shout of a king, says the shout of kings amongst them, is also the God that speaks in the still, small voice. And then also, sometimes in those places, without proper teaching or indoctrination, with good healthy theology, people begin to worship the man of God. Because they think the man of God is the one making it happen. Man of God, sure. 
Come on, perform. <laughs> but God wants us to walk in the miraculous but not be controlled by it. So Psalm 78, I'm not going to read as much as I did in the first service, but I want us to go give an account of the exodus of Israel. That's the mass movement of Israel out of Egypt when the Lord delivered them by the miraculous through the hand of Moses. And then that began to create cycles of of uh, miracles of supernatural encounters now he said that he told them he instructed them from verse 4 they should not hide it from their children but they should tell their children of those testimonies and their children should tell their children as well he says the reason is so that they can worship God so that their children will set their hope in God and not forget his works right now in verse 8 we can start reading from verse 8 Psalm 78 from verse 8 it says and may not be can we read together and may not be like their continue was not faithful to god the children of ephraim being armed and carrying bows turned back in the day of battle they did not keep the covenant of god they refused to walk in his ways please pause He's saying that the reason God gave them those miracles and told them to tell their children, instruct their children, is that God did not want them to become rebellious. He wanted them to pay attention to him, not those works. I told someone in the course of the week, I said sometimes the challenge with believers is that we have faith in our faith. We're supposed to have faith in Jesus Christ so that he's the author really and the finisher of our faith so he initiates it and then he sustains it and then he delivers it and sometimes what happens is we have faith in our faith sometimes we have faith in God's works not in God yeah. let that sink you, you get that so when God is performing 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 I say ah, this kind God oh, I never see your type oh. This kind God. And when it looks to you like God is on spiritual sabbatical from your destiny, you think, based on your results, which kind God. So your worship is regulated by results. But your worship ought to be regulated by revelation. It says they that worship must worship in spirit and in truth, not in bank accounts. Not on Facebook likes and shares and tweets. Not in interviews and media appearances. I'm going to be on television this week. Because some of you said I didn't tell you last week. Right? Not in all those things. We use those things as tools to extend the revelatory power of God to our spaces. So he says that these people, he called them a stubborn and rebellious generation look at somebody said that's not me, me. who's that's not me is louder yours or your neighbors <laughs> and he explained why they became rebellious or why it was so what does it mean to be stubborn to want to do your own your own your own to want to do your own your own your own to want to do want to do want to do your right you want to do your own. Now, when did you get here to this earth? Nineteen. For many people here, nineteen ninety something. 
Many people here. Some of us 1980 something. Some of us 1970. Couple of us 1960. Right? But most of us, we just got here now. And already you think you have the map for the whole world. Ordinary new iPhone, you haven't figured it out. And want to figure out the contraption called your destiny. You, you understand what I'm saying? You are doing twisting of hair. You've been, they've been doing your hair for the last 5, 10, 15 years. To do it by yourself, you cannot do it. They want to choose a life partner without asking God. Even hair that you ask five friends, the hair maker still messed it up. Come talk to me, people. Talk to me, guys. Have I got a witness on this one? <laughs> you took picture. You took WhatsApp. You do hologram. You took the physical dress to the tailor. Physical dress. They measured you. Supposed to be like tight something. Nice attire. I mean, I don't mean like revelatory dresses. Fitted. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you tried on lab coat. wondering are these dresses of the future like, like future me this <laughs> maternity girl so I said maternity girl so we can't even like figure out the basic elementary things how do we think we can figure out the complex things without the leading of the spirit of God can you say so the map of your destiny is too complicated to have a physical representation? That's why I said God has put eternity in their hearts. Do you know the funny thing? Only the regenerated heart can see what God put in there. So the one who's not saved, who's not born again, is a blind person. Blind says God billions. He's blinded by his billions. Yes, sir. Can see because he does not know the purpose of the billions. Yes, he thinks it's charity work when they are actually given to him for eternal purposes. So let's help people with malaria. Of what use is it for people to be healed of malaria and then go to hell? Uh, you understand what I'm saying? So it says they were rebellious, and the reason is they did not set. I love what it says. He lumped them up as a generation. Look at somebody say, who are the people around you these days? And what did he say? A generation that did not set, did he say their heart? Did he say their heart? It's heart. Singular. Do you know that the Nigerian young generation has a heart? What's the heart? Tell me. Sir, pop culture. What, what's the pop culture aimed at? I want to... I want to blow. Tell me. I didn't get that. I want to buy dance. It's about money. Money, money, money. Catching, catching. It's in the movies, it's in the culture, it's in the songs, it's in the spaces. That's the heart of the generation. And it says, it's. That generation did not set its heart aright. But I'm grateful to God for 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. That's what it means when it said, But you are a chosen 
Oh my God, I feel the preacher on me right now. Look at somebody say, I'm chosen. I love the energy. Slap somebody a palm, burning, blister, inducing, eye reddening, high five. Tell them I'm chosen. To be chosen means I am called out. I am pulled out. I'm not a slave of pop culture. I'm a son of God's culture. So be careful what moves you when everybody's moving. Because a movement may not matter much if it's in the wrong direction. It says that these people, they, now, they were not faithful to God. Their spirit was not faithful. You know the Bible calls God the father of spirits? So that means that somebody's body can look faithful. The person can even change their name to faith. Fool. And instead of having faith, they are actually full of themselves. And so God is not moved by theatrics and gimmicks and excesses. He's checking the spirit. Man looks at the outward appearance and God looks at the heart. So he did all those miracles for them. Yet they turned back in the day of bad. Did not keep coming on God. They refused to walk in his way. And there's law. Let's go to the next one. And forgot his works. Next line. Anybody there? Forgot his works and his wonders that he had shown them. Marvelous things that in the, in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. What did he do? Red seas are parting. He divided the sea and they forgot it. So I said, God, if you change this financial situation, I will save you all my days. The moment the money came, you even forgot the promise. Some say you even forgot tithe. You forgot that it was God that sustained you before the money came. You are now debating that if you give him 10%, it will not be enough. You, Lenwe. See, angels looking at you, judging you guys. God, I can't believe these guys. God, I can't. Not local man cannot can. Governor said, heavenly angel cannot can. <laughs> it's a pop culture thing where, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's just an expression for when, you, when you've had it though, you've had it. We will not have it though. So, he split the rocks. He explained this. He said, he made the water stand up like a heap. So what he said, the power of God, the beauty, beauty of God is that the Red Sea... If a human being wanted to divide the Red Sea, he would not really divide it. He would divide it if he had the power to. But then the waters will overflow the banks and cause flooding in all the surrounding nations. Yeah, yeah. You see that? Yeah. That means that the... I feel like preaching, but I want to teach this morning. That means that the promised land that we're going to would have become a watery grave. Did you hear what I just said? Because the water of the Red Sea, the Red Sea is at least a thousand feet deep at least. So the cubic metric volume of the water of the Red Sea would have displaced every place close to them. Oh, come on somebody and cause the flood. But when God does a miracle, he does it perfectly. In other words, there is no downside to the miracle that God does because every good and perfect gift comes 
comes from God the father of lights with whom there is no variableness neither is there any shadow of turning whatever the Lord does shall be forever whatever the Lord does is perfect so when God divided the Red Sea he didn't just divide it the word said he made the water stand up like a heap that means God froze them he kept them on the same spot God will keep the waters until you pass through they will change the colors of the day after they approve your contract come on somebody I feel the Holy Ghost this morning God will sustain the status quo required for the manifestation of his promises are to you in your life you will not drown in the miracle you will walk through the miracle you will press through the miracle you will advance to the right to the left you will see reasons to stop but you will not stop you keep on walking you meet the cut off you meet the deadline you went out the right place at the right time you did the right you are entering into your promised land look for three people slap them a palm burning eye reddening heart pole sitting high five and tell them you will not drown in the miracle I, 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 oh. some of you don't look like you're expectant if you're expectant of something God is shifting something right now the water is standing like a heap the water is standing like a heap the door is open for you the door is open for you things are happening for you they will say is it only you you say well it's my father don't blame me don't blame me I'm advancing don't blame me I'm moving forward don't blame me I'm navigating don't the moment the cross and the Egyptians tried to do it. They thought it was by power. The waters closed up. In other words, what will drown other people will be the same pathway to your promotion, your elevation. When they are laying people off, they will be raising you up. For when men say there is a casting down, you're going to say their ears are lifting up. When the world is saying there is a casting down, it's your rising, it's your elevation, it's your increase, it's your promotion, it's your exalt. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of God has risen upon you. Whom should come? Whom should come to the brightness of your rising? Kings will come to the brightness of your rising. Gentiles see your light. I, I proclaim concerning somebody who's been under a dark cloud, a canopy of condemnation, on the waves of worry, billows of despair, and all kinds of things that the enemy is bringing on your life. I abort and I pull you out of the hell of double-mindedness and degradation and depression you are breaking through the clouds you are rising out of that place you are soaring in grace and glory your body has been strengthened your heart has been energized your mind has been reclaimed God's glory is making the way for you in the name of Jesus somebody shout hallelujah he does all those miracles for them and they forgot you will not forget thank you oops thank you so quickly are miracles important yes are authentic miracles from god yes do they have a place in the life of the believer yes did jesus work miracles yes have we seen miracles in this ministry yes as a matter of fact weekly right so the fact that certain things don't get announced or don't get shared does not mean it's not happening every ministry has to choose what the emphasis would be you understand that and it's what you showcase that begins to multiply isn't it or that becomes that which people grow into right 
So miracles are important. We've received miracles in the first service. There are miracles of healing, instant healing. I believe the same is going to happen in this service. I believe that some of you are going to walk into financial miracles this week. I proclaim that for you. Somebody whose account is completely empty. This week is going to end with six digits. By the miraculous. It's, it's going to happen as easily as you just shouted amen. As easily. It's, it's by the miraculous. Supply will come. You know, streams will come. Some of you literally this week, you, you will be on the queue and somebody will say, come with me. Come with me. That's gonna, the, the angelic has been released and activated. And as we engage that in our ongoing prayer meetings, don't miss prayer meetings on Wednesday. It's very important. 6.30 to 8.30. Doors are open by 6 p.m. But come and drag your body there. Drag your heart there. Drag your soul there. Drag everything. Come and pray. Started off last week. It was incredible. So why does God give miracles? Rather, what are some of the categories of miracles? If I talk about why God gives miracles. There are seven major categories of miracles that we see represented in the Bible. Almost all the miracles in the Bible, if not all really, can fall under one of the seven categories. Number one, I'm going to run. Number one, they are supernatural, supernatural acts of creation. Supernatural acts of creation. Reference Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. It says that we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. So the, what people call the big bang. You know, of course now we, we have proof that the universe has a starting point. So you say God is not the universe. Don't fall for this new age thing. You know, there's a song I, I stumbled on. Some of you know the song. I don't want to sing it so that, you know. <laughs> Well, song is so you know you know I'm very emotional about songs and all of that, especially if the lyrics are very uh, powerful. And so there's this song. Some of you also saw it by a certain pop culture guy. Um, it's not a song, but in his worship service, they were singing the song. They have their worship service. You see what I'm saying in parentheses. And so they were singing the song, praises to our God. Uh, everybody lift up and sing praises to our God. Who knows what I'm talking about? And there's a line, and so I stumbled on the line and said, He is the morning sun. <sighs> That's a God from Egypt. That's a sun God. So is he using the metaphor, the Lord is the sun and the shield? Psalm 84, verse 11, Mark chapter 4, verse 2, the Son of righteousness will rise in his wings. I don't think so, because it says he's the morning sun. By the way, you know the big brother eye is the eye of Horus. It's a, it's a God. An idol, right? So that lyric says the monastery. So there's the age, there's the people in our generation who say the universe. The universe said to me, Are you all right? God is not the universe. In fact, their Big Bang theory is proof that the universe has a starting point. Isn't that so? And so, yeah, they are right in terms of the universe keeps expanding, but God is not the universe. Yes, sir. Hebrews 11, the walls were framed by the word of God. So there's a creator God, Elohim, who then speaks. And when he speaks, you know, the stars come to be, the sun finds its place, the elements find their position. The explosion of energy and mass and matter, they began to find their place in the complex design. By the way, I hope you know that God is more mathematical than the hottest professor of mathematics. Because the electrostatic and electromagnetic forces that keep the orbits together, that's by divine design. It's not some random explosion that put that there there was an ingenious mind 
that put all of that there. So number one, supernatural acts of creation. That's God speaks and then all these things come to be. Grass comes to be. The first generation of, of creatures come to be and all of that. Number two, there are miracles that involve temporary or localized suspension of laws regulating nature. So there are miracles of nature suspending laws of nature. So for example, we see Jesus in the book of Matthew chapter 8, 23 to 27. Matthew 8, 23 to 27. What's happening there? There was a storm. A storm. And Jesus said to the storm, what? Peace. Be still. He rebuked the wings and the waves, right? And then they obeyed. You remember that? And then the disciples said, what kind of man is this? Even the storms and the winds obey him. Why won't they obey him? It was his voice that created them? So we see Jesus operating in John chapter 6. We see him walking on water. So there's also the miracle that allows you to suspend the laws of nature. So the laws of nature say that water, you don't walk on water, do you? Right? Except the water is on the floor. <laughs> it's like I walk on water, I put water on the floor right so you don't walk on water as in water what happens is you sink naturally but by the miraculous Jesus suspend somebody say suspend somebody say suspend now Jesus didn't freeze the sea is it some of us our approach to miracles can be so selfish because we want that miracle to become perpetuity to become the way things are done but for that to become the way things are done will mean that that sea will become ice. That means all the canoes on that sea that day frozen to death because of your passage. Oh, come on, talk to me, guys. Are you seeing this now? The fish will die, all innocent fish. They will not fulfill their destiny of being eaten. <laughs> because of, of your personal, personal desires. I've ever eaten fish before. I've eaten fish in my life before. I said, God bless this fish for dying for me. Not for my salvation, for my meal. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, suspension of that, that, that could happen as well. So, John 6 16, 21. Number three, there were signs, uh, signs that have to do with healings of the body, you know, the healing of your body. So, miracles of healing, physical body. Um, maybe we can actually even extend that to also mind, the mind, right? So there are signs that have to do with healing of the body. And then if you add the mind there, you're going to be talking about things like uh, the madman of Gadara. I believe that's Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 5. Somebody confirm that for me. And so we see that as well, that he heals people. John chapter 9, 1 to 7. You remember, that man that was blind and Jesus spoke to him, ministered to him. And then he got healed. They asked, who seen? Was it this man or was he uh, his parents that seen? It's amazing how people think, right? They always want to explain something away. This man was born what? And they were asking who sinned. That means in the womb he was sinning. Oh, come on. Come with me. Process that. How can a man, a, a, a child, be sinning in their... As in people would say ridiculous things to try to explain away your situation. So you didn't get there, you get in three years, fine, before the next World Cup. <laughs> Healings. John 9, 1 to 7, healing of the blind, the lame walked, Acts chapter 3, 1 to 10, 
We've preached from there before. Peter and John at the hour of prayer were going to the temple to pray. And then they see this man, silver and gold, I did not have a big arms. And Jesus, Peter looking at him, fixed his eyes on him and said, silver and gold, I did not have in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, that which I have given to you, rise up and walk. And pulling them up, the man leapt and walked and ran to the temple, walking, leaping and praising God. All right, number four. There is also the miraculous uh, the miraculous power, the miracle of resurrection, which is the miracle of raising the dead, establishing the superiority of divine power over death. The superiority of divine power over death. Lazarus was dead for four days. You know that story. John chapter 11, 43 to 44. If you don't know it, when I say you know the story, just say amen. Write it down and go and read it. This one, everybody knows the story. Right? So write it down. You say, that's how you grow. People oftentimes ask me, how did I develop a vast vocabulary? Because if I hear somebody speaking, and I hear a new word, or an old word pronounced a different way, I'm going to go and look it up. Yeah? So that's what you do. If somebody is quoting a teacher, a preacher, citing the Bible passage, and you're like, which one is the book of Zephaniah? <laughs> Zephaniah what? Zephaniah event. Zephaniah. It's in the Bible, right? Habakkuk. It's in the Bible. <laughs> Some people are thinking, right? As I'm singing right now, so as I'm singing, speaking right now, something about, like, are you serious? I thought it was a Greek god. Zephaniah. Under Zeus. All right. But that's wrong. That's not true. <laughs> So, demonstrating power by the death, Lazarus, John chapter 11, you see from 43 to 44, Jesus calls him forth and says, Lazarus, come forth. Can I just pause to say this? Some of you will see the dead raised through your ministry. By ministry, I don't necessarily mean you're going to start a church or plant an outreach, but I mean the outward expression of the purpose of God in your heart. The work that God has given to you to do is ministry. Whether you find yourself in politics or God sent you into business or God sent you, the believer has been given the ministry of reconciliation, which is turning the hearts of men to God through the preaching of the gospel of Christ. All right. So we also see that it is really the foundation. This particular miracle is a foundation, one of the core foundational beliefs of the Christian faith because in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul begins to say that we shall not all die right it's saying that at the blast of the trumpet at the sound of the trumpet that we shall be caught up those of us it says first the dead in christ will rise which means people who died believe in jesus because they lived in jesus they die in jesus so the dead in christ going to rise come on somebody look at somebody say i'm going to have a glorified body you don't know what that means that means that that body will be will be like how would i describe it it's going to be like fresh fish, but that's not right. It's going to be like, you can't puncture it. You can't rip it. You can't tear it. It's going to be a body, right? But you can't, like, no, no bleeding, no, all of that. It's just glorified. It's, it's not filled by blood, okay? It's filled by the glory of God, the Zoe of God. Mando Soya! Is somebody excited about that? You know, if they caught you now, what comes out is blood, but in that place, if the court you, you will bleed glory. You understand that? You know, I don't want to go so deep this morning, so I, I don't leave. Let me leave unresolved questions in your mind so you can, can go and study. 
When Jesus, Jesus said, I don't study, study to show yourself. Prove the workman. So look at this. When Jesus resurrected, he said to them, He said, Look at me, I'm flesh and bone. You got that. He didn't say I'm flesh and blood. Hiya, Lord, can I preach this this morning? Ooh. He said, I am flesh and what? Because Paul already taught us that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. But flesh and bone can. How can flesh and bone can? How can can can? Because the life of an animal is in its blood. So everybody who took blood from Adam, Adamu, Todawamu, Every Todawalamu, my Yoruban is up. Everybody who drew blood from Adam, you are carrying sin nature in that blood. In the blood. When Jesus came to the earth, he didn't have sin in his blood. But what he had to do was that he had to drain his blood. That's why when he came out, come on people, help me with this Holy Spirit. When he came out of the tomb and Mary wanted to touch him, he said, don't touch me yet. Because I've not appeared before my father in heaven. Why did he have to appear in heaven before coming back to the earth? Because he's the high priest of our salvation. So he took his blood that was pure that he drained from his body and took it into the heavenlies to present it unto God as the token for our salvation. And then it came to the earth. When it came to the earth, it was no longer flesh and blood. He was flesh and the glory of God. So he's the firstborn from the dead. When he's the firstborn it means there's a secondborn, a thirdborn, a fourthborn, and a newborn. That means that if you're on earth when the rapture happens, the blood of Adam will be drained from your being and the incorruptible will take on corruption, mandaboya, and you will be able to do what that glorified body can do which is to levitate against the laws of nature because flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God but flesh and bone with the glory of God can inherit the kingdom of God somebody give God praise even if you're still trying to understand what I just thought somebody give God praise so when we sing the Lamb of God is here no more diseases no more pain some of those lyrics don't just come from come from revelation 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 one day you have a body that cannot be in pain. It cannot. Not like it will not. It cannot. Do you know why? When somebody has sicknesses, what part of the body do they extract to find out what's going on? Blood. The disease is in the blood. Oh my God. Maybe one day we'll teach on the blood. So they can pick up deformities in the blood. Identity in the blood. Source, experience, diet. Diet patterns. From the blood, that's identity DNA. It's in the blood. You see that? But when you drain that blood, your lineage is no longer Adamu. It's now Jesus the Christ. Lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be ye lifted up here, everlasting doors, that the King of glory may come in. He's called the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. He is the King of glory. The reason is called, you said it when you were doing transition yesterday, the reason is called the 
captain of our salvation is that we are part of the army of salvation and when the captain keeps marching or when the saints go marching in when the captain is going we can go too he opened the door we walk through the door he has glory on the inside of him we have glory that's why he said Christ in you Glory is not, you are getting a bigger car. All the words are toy. You get a bigger car, I get the iPhone, I get. No, that glory is glorified body. That is the body that can see God face to face and not be consumed. Jesus said, No man has seen God at any time, but the Father, the Son, has seen him and reveals him. Okay, that's not even. <laughs> Did somebody get blessed by that? If you didn't understand it, look for that sister or that brother beside it that was really shouting to the rooftops. I said, please. <laughs> Help me open the scroll. <laughs> and some people were actually just shouting out of faith. And the Spirit of God will teach you. But ask. It's interesting. The generation is interesting. This generation say, I don't know about teach you anything. I know all things. Wonderful. First John 2 20, first John 2 27, right? said so the Holy Spirit lives inside you and it teaches you all things. So why was he bothering to write them a letter to teach them anything? Since they have the Holy Spirit to teach them. The Holy Spirit can guide you into all truth. But you need somebody to guide you into the workings of the Holy Spirit. If you knew everything, Jesus won't give the body of Christ teachers. Oh, come and talk to me, somebody. By the way, the original context of that scripture is not even that you know all things. Okay, ordinary square roots. <laughs> it means, this, this is the original context, we're speaking of Antichrist spirit, who was saying that the spirit of the believer, when it's in a place with God, can pick up an Antichrist operation. We're speaking in the context of Antichrist. So I don't need to belabor the point about what the Antichrist spirit is. By the way, the Antichrist is not just a person, it's a spirit. Because Paul says that the Antichrist is here. So it's an ideology. God is not a place, it's a realm. Heaven, rather, is not a place, it's a realm. So there is a seat in a virtual realm. In other words, what I'm saying is you can't plot the coordinates of heaven. You understand what I'm saying? So God is like the internet. Oh my God. Let me not go into that place. Have you, you've seen, what's the Spider-Man movie? The last Spider-Man movie? This last one. Homecoming. Help me. Far from home. Okay, which one, you know, there was one where he was fighting the antagonist, and the antagonist had this virtual thing, he had screens. That's far from home one. Okay. Had all those virtual screen things, so Spider-Man didn't know what to attack. Right? He didn't know what to attack, because the stuff kept on appearing everywhere. Paul said, if the prince of this world had known, they would not have crucified a lot of glory. You know why? When it was just Jesus, boom, he attacked Jesus. But the life of God can never die. It only multiplies. So the gash in Jesus was the opening for the water and the blood to flow. Which was the signs of the birthing of the new. And instead of one Jesus now, 
you have so many Jesuses all around come on somebody so the devil is running is a confused dog seeking condemnation we bind you devil we are rising we are shining we are coming in entertainment and politics and government and finance and ministry and in Ikorodu and Ikeja and Aja and across the world Ontario Ottawa in Honolulu in Fiji Islands we are coming everywhere Auckland and New Zealand and everywhere we are coming That time there is deceptive because you're telling me I have 20 more minutes. I know that I don't. So help me reg regulate it. All right. So number five is this. Some of the wonders of the New Testament age have a lot of the miracles of deliverance. So they are miracles of deliverance, overturning of, of demonic presence and operation. So casting out demonic spirits and all of that. And Jesus excised that miracle so often. The miracle of deliverance, casting out demon spirits from individuals, from spaces, from environments. The madman of gatherings, I, I spoke about that earlier. He cast out those demonic spirits from that man. He said they were legion, don't get distracted people. Um, you know. And then we see that miraculous power being released. And number six, the manipulation of material things. The miracle of manipulating material things. For example, multiplying loaves. Come on, people. That's how, how do you multiply loaves of bread? It's a mystery. I was just thinking about have you ever tried imagining it? I don't know how you imagine it. Do you imagine that as they are given one loaf, another one is appearance? How you imagine it? Or do you imagine as they broke it, it became whole? How do you imagine it? As we were sharing basket, from basket to basket, what was happening? The ones in the basket was getting bigger. So, uh, or we're getting, okay, more loaves or bigger. Okay. Okay, so it broke a, yeah, it blessed and then. No, but do you know, no, not necessarily. You know, when you're eating, Ajeku is fragments. <laughs> Sample, it's yes now. Yes, that's what fragments are. Yeah, yes now. Why? So people eat their bread differently. If we, if I give everybody here a loaf, you'll find about 17 styles of eating. Sample will slice it at the middle, put butter inside okra, <laughs> or even toothpaste. <laughs> Don't judge anybody. You see your bread, you have your own. They'll put it inside, eat it. Now, some people will not slice it in the middle. They'll cut it in half. Right? Whose gang is that? <laughs> That's a gang. I mean, <laughs> what you will do. Now, some people, they won't do that. They will cut in slices without any slicing measure. Some people, they will peel the back. <laughs> See, Kripa says is one of, the, <laughs> one of those people. They will peel the back. Some people will not eat the back, some people is the back they will start with. <laughs> and some people won't do that. Some people they'll put hole. They will dig out the dough from the center of it. <laughs> they 
They'll put them while going inside. <laughs> or put stew until the stew starts busting through the loaf. Spilling everywhere. So you see, you see. So I don't know, but all we know is that Jesus multiplied. Can we put our hands together? I mean, we said in the Old Testament. <laughs> There's an there's in-house joke my wife is throwing at me. Oh, yeah, we got we to gotta thank him. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, so, so why do you put that in my head now? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Jesus multiplied loaves of bread, but it's not just Jesus that does it. Elisha did it. Right? You remember? He multiplied. There was even the multiply, yeah, it multiplied the loaves of bread, and then it was about to serve broth, and then they now said there's poison in the broth, and then it took some flour, put it inside, and all of that. So we see in the Old Testament, manna fell from heaven. That's multiplication, because science cannot see, what, it's like, like a cluster of, there's no shop right in the skies, at least not yet. Um... Uh, you people are trying not to make it happen. Anyway, let's leave that, please. Not, I don't mean shop right, but leave that zone. All right, so manipulation of material things. How about water turned into wine? Isn't that, wasn't that a good one? Yeah. Water turned to wine. The chemical structure, the molecular structure of those two substances are very different. But the hand of God changed that. Number seven, we also see a demonstration of miracles by the invasion or the intervention of the supernatural in the plant and animal realms, domains, kingdoms. So for example, Numbers 22, 28, God used a donkey. Donkey to give a don the key. The prophet... The prophet was about to go and curse. He had been paid to go and curse God's people. And of course, he knew better than that, but you know, money can influence people's minds, so be careful. And the donkey was riding on, said no. You can, imagine the donkey talking to somebody. So God did that. How about will, the will that swallowed Jonah? God gave the will intel to know what part of the sea to swim to. Boom. Swallowed Jonah and then transported him. Please don't wait for a will to intervene in the obedience flow chart. Some of you are waiting for a will. God, give me a sign. Give me a sign. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said, I won't give you a sign except the sign of Jonah. <laughs> you, you know, you know it's in the New Testament. <laughs> Lord, I want a sign. I want a sign. Don't wait for a will to swallow you. Just follow the Spirit of God. God would rather speak to you than use sign language because in the natural, people that communicate through signs are visually or audio, auditorily impaired. So anytime you're crying for signs, it's proof that your spiritual senses are getting dull. Sign language, sign language, sign language. When you have the language of the spirit and they can interpret. Peace to you in the name of Jesus supernatural peace divine peace the peace of God that passes all understanding in the name of Jesus Christ so these are the seven categories quickly 
Let me give you, I can't touch all of them. Maybe I'll teach it next week. I already have what I plan to teach next week. I might teach this more next week, better than miracles part two. But let me just give you the list so that you have something to work with. One of four things that are better than miracles. Should I teach this properly next week? Should I teach it properly next week? Or I should move on? Okay. So we'll do better than miracles part two. Now, four things that are better than miracles. The person of God. We'll teach you better next week. Psalm 63 explains that. Thou also, O Lord, O God, you are my God. Eli will I seek you. My soul is thirsty for you. For you. For you. For you. For you. For you. Jesus said, if you know who's speaking to you, ask him for living water. That water leaves. Is, is in, in the Spanish, is aqua viva. It means bubbling water. Active. How can you be depressed when the life of God is bubbling on the inside of you? How? How can you be defeated when a spring? Auntie Helen, how? When the life of God is springing. Do you know what that springing is? That springing means that even when you don't want to be upbeat, everybody shout. Isn't that? It is bubbling. You can't help it. It's bubbling. Number two, <laughs> person of God. Psalm 16 says, I've said a lot continually before me. Am I right? And I will not be moved. I will not be moved. Number two, what is going on in the presence of God? Principles of God. Yes, God didn't create us to live by miracles, yes. He created us to live by His principles. And I will show you some things next week. There are principles that govern the earth. The word says that he has set the boundaries of the ocean so they do not overflow. That's a principle. The moment it overflows, it's flawed. So a good thing that does not stick with the good principle becomes a bad thing. Boundaries for everything. Sex is pleasurable. Boundaries. Marriage. Money is, can be helpful. Parameters. Legal earnings. Hard work, diligence, or favor. Right? Not stealing, not pillaging, not manipulation, not selling you know, your body for it, no. So principles, and it says, I'm the Lord who guides you, teaches you how to profit, I'll lead you. By the way, Jeremiah read it the other day, the 6, 16, go to the crossroads, at the crossroads stand and ask which is the good way, what's the principle of God, what's the, what's the way, what's the, what's the principle of God for health, for good health, for finances, for healthy marriage those principles now it's possible for someone not to know the person of god but if it lives by the principle of god his earthly experience will be more qualitative than the person knows the person of god but not the principles of god because the person of god settles your eternal domain domicile in heaven the principles of god govern the earth the heavenlies as well but the earth primarily there's a reason the sun does not fry everybody including those that don't have as much melanin as we do so the best they have is sunstroke or sunburn right sounds like is that a good thing but nobody gets fried their principles their parameters okay and once the earth violates that like depleting the ozone layer the impact of the sun rays become more and spiritually there are ozone layers in your life too when you burn authority structures you become exposed to harsh and intense things you were not designed to handle 
Because now you know too much to be advised by anybody. Number three, the presence of God is better than miracles. God's presence is to be desired more than his power. In fact, you can to some degree exercise dimensions of his power and not be approved in his presence. For in the last days, many people will say, we have done many mighty works in your name. We've cast out demons in your name. We have built this, done that in your name. Jesus didn't say he didn't do it in my name. In fact, they might be playing a dad song. In your name, in your name, every time we call. You know? But it does not mean, I love the song, it's a beautiful song, don't get me wrong. I'm saying that they might even have props to prop up. We've done it in your name. Jesus said, I, I didn't know you. Who are you? Who are you? Okay. you? The Greek says that I've never known you. That's what it means. We're never intimate. We never had anything deep. You were just my Facebook friend. But I was not your friend. You just used to put... You know those people? Those people, they never use their picture on WhatsApp. Have you met those people? They would take the picture of a celebrity or a nameless fine person. They use it as their Facebook profile. Either to get more followers or, I don't know, or to mask themselves. That's what some people are doing. They will borrow the face of Jesus, but they don't have the heart of Jesus. And so when that celebrity sees that Facebook imposter and says, ah, ah, we're guys now. So you, I never knew you. That's, that's what they're saying there. Like, we're not cool. All right? So, but God, I bought AC for the church. We're still not cool. Glory to God. Anybody got something today? Did you get something today? Let's stand and just thank God for things that are better than miracles. Come next week. Let's glorify the Lord. We're going to meditate on those three. Work with them. Think about them. <laughs> nice one, media. Nice one. Let's glorify his name, name. Thank him for the miraculous and thank him for the supernatural and thank him for the extraordinary and thank him for the things that are beyond our comprehension. Thank him for those seven categories of miracles and in a few moments we're just going to administer miracles. I doubt that I'm going to lay hands on anybody or touch anybody but Jesus is here. And there might be an area of your heart or your body or your mind where you need the miraculous. And in the next few minutes, the power of God is going to invade that space, that area of your life. If you pray in other tongues, let's pray together in other tongues. Brido shiklan gadoz in the Marcus Saladura e cruza tu veis planta broske dule kin de masca. Let it out. Let the aqua viva, the the living water, the active water, the bubbling water. Let it out now, 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 now.
Voices to come help me. Shanda Bo Salakata, Brugadoli and the Banda Gadadasus, Zoli and Navatolo Shalavada. We're drinking, we're drinking deeply, living water. We're drinking deeply, drinking deeply, living water. Drinking deeply. Drinking deeply in the water. Drinking deeply. You are the well inside of us. Drinking deep. on the inside of you and you will receive it some people 
physical pain some people emotional pain some people you need a financial miracle that miracle must happen this week who has who needs a financial miracle I love healing miracles I love financial miracles I love many miracles but those two miracles are very easy to measure when you're healed you know you're healed when you have a financial miracle you can tell there's no you know all of that I want us to engage in the power of God do you know what it takes just believe let me quickly explain something that will help you access miracles like this the people in Egypt the people the children of Israel going through Egypt how much Bible did they know how much Bible did they know no Bible right did they go to church they had their tabernacle and all of that but they did do this church thing we're doing microphone they don't have ordinary phone they don't have Torah many of them couldn't read and didn't even need to read that means they just believed as Moses said or as David said or as Jeremiah Isaiah whoever it was that was delivering the counsel of God or, or manifesting the grace of God and said that they just Noah he just believed so don't you know you labor to enter into the rest what do you labor labor in the word we've labored in the world through teaching today and then you enter into the rest of God's finished work is done don't let your brain get in the way of your spirit what you're gonna do is Lord I receive my miracle now you see healings will happen right now peace one of the signs for those whose miracles cannot be measured immediately the peace of God will come upon your heart and cover your space can you receive right now I receive my miracle receive it now sweet Holy Spirit in this moment I receive I receive I Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. I believe I receive more of you. I believe I receive more of you. Cause I know that I know nothing else will do I believe I receive more of you I believe I receive more of you I believe I receive it more of you cause I know that I know so do I believe I receive more I believe I receive more 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 of you I believe I receive more 
Cause I know that I know Nothing else will do I believe I receive More More, 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 more Of you Of you Mama of you Mama of you Mama of you Mama Somebody sing it, your miracle is here. I believe I received na na na. Stomach complications been healed, heart complications been. Cause I know that I know nothing else will do, God. I believe I receive, yeah, yeah. I believe I receive more. I believe I receive more, 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 Cause I know nothing else to do. I believe I receive more. Mama of you, Mama of you, Mama, Mama, Mama. Receive your healing. Receive your miracle. healing miracles right now check your body what you couldn't do before some of you, you just got an atmospheric miracle in other words you felt joy like never before peace like never before some of you tangible healing in your body 
glory to God. If you've received, you can prove your miracle right now. Somebody raise your hand. If there was a pain or something in your body and you can't feel it anymore, raise your hand. Thank you. Thank you. What was the issue? Anybody had an atmospheric change in their lives? Immediately I got to church, my stomach was really, really peppering me. Then at the cost of the service, pain left. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Healing totally. We won't sing at the word time. Miracles, anybody? A shift? Actually came in with a heavy heart. And when the, yeah, when the word peace came forth, there's this joy within. I just felt the relief. Like a body was being lifted off me. Hallelujah. I came to her and I said peace to you when I prayed in the Holy Ghost and interpreted the tongues and that was what I heard. Glory to God. Is there somebody else? Your waist, your body, your, your lungs, whatever, breathing. Glory to God. I hear the Lord healing somebody with a breathing disorder, a breathing disorder. You are healed in the name of Jesus. You're going to get those financial notifications. Debts being paid off supernaturally. Some of you, the debts will not be paid off. The deadline will be extended. You have more time to create. I speak peace to your homes, to your hearts, to your mind, to your body, to your soul, to your spirit. You are carried on the wings of grace. You are levitating in the spirit. You're rising higher. Your eyes are clear. Your heart is at ease. It is well with your souls. Goodness and mercy indeed follow you. You won't just share it as grace. It's going to be the testimony of your life goodness mercy goodness mercy you enter by mercy you enter by the ministry of mercy in the most holy place there was the mercy seat you will enter into holiness not by your willpower but by the mercy of God breaking addictions lifting loads and burdens ah it's of the mercies of the Lord that we are not consumed don't take me there thank you well, I gotta close thank you spirit of the Lord thank you thank you angels have been dispatched this week will be marked with divine distinction you will know that you are not alone you won't just know in your spirit there will be evidence around you the generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.